It's starting again, Little Women LA on Lifetime, one of my favorite channels. So make sure you tune in to new episodes of Little Women LA on Wednesdays at 9, 8 central on Lifetime. This season, we delve into the ashes to see which friendships have emerged unscathed and which ones are still smoldering for our favorite LA women Tara, Tanya, Christy, Brianna, Jasmine, and Elena. With so many changes happening for these women, their lives and relationships are becoming more complicated. The girls are focused on their growing families while forging career paths and making time for themselves and their relationships. It's clear that some of the ladies are doing a little bit better of a job than the others and that starts to divide the group. As if the issues between these friends aren't enough, each girl has her own battles to fight between health, marriage, motherhood, family troubles, and their individual careers. Maybe the flames from the past aren't out. Can the women come together and extinguish the flame before they all get burned again? Check out previews and peaks on mylifetime.com. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hey, everybody. I'm here with Nick Ritchie. You guys probably know him from the celebrity website and the blog, whatever, The Dirty. You talk shit about a lot of celebs. You kind of tell the truth. You tell your opinion. I, I tell it how it is, not how it could be. Okay, you know? right. Hi, Brandy. How are you? You look I'm, beautiful today. Well, thank you. I got ready for you. I, <laughs> you always you always look great to me. Oh, you're very sweet. Mm-hmm. Remember last time we had a little fight about that, but that's okay. Every time I talk to you, it goes viral. I don't know what's why <laughs> people are so obsessed with you more than me, I think. Yeah, I think it's us because we don't care what the other one thinks. We'll still come for each other and it's fine. And then we're okay. Exactly. Yeah. So now I have a question because Lorenzo Lamas was married to is married to the woman that's on the sh- the new show, the Second Wives Club. Shauna, correct. Shauna, and she carried your baby. Correct. Right. And so, okay. So this is this. Probably your wife had some like difficulties, but so I'm watching this new show, and I'm feeling like they're going to break up. I don't know. I I, I tried to watch. Second Wives Club. It's a little hard. On E! And I don't know. I'm not going to blame E! Production. Whoever's producing it is just a nightmare. Like, I, I, And I watch, you know me, I'm a reality junkie. Yeah. So I know exactly what's going on with every celebrity's life inside and out. So I have files on everybody. Right. Um, but I can't get into the show. I, I can't. Honestly, I can't either because I can tell that none of these women really know they each other. They don't know other. each other. No. It's, and it's like. Maybe okay. it's the casting problem. Maybe. You know, I, I mean, they're just a little boring. I hate to say it, but. A little? I actually like Shauna the best. Is You're it just saying that because no, I No, I honestly think that she's like the most grounded, the most normal. And her story with Lorenzo, it's real. I mean, that is going. That's some real shit. She's having. She might. I don't think reality TV is great for marriages. Yeah. So, and it scares me that she's here and she wants to go and be an actress and he's like, no, it's me or this. And it's real. It's just tough for me to talk about it because... It's family. No, it's not that it's family. It's just weird. You know know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't... Obviously, it's not my place. I have a great relationship with both of them. Um, No, you can tell they love each other and that there's love there. I mean, it's it's just... just, But what is love, though? You know what what I mean? mean? Like, I, I mean, like... Not like in the sense of, you know, everyone has love for 
someone else. Well, love is carrying your your daughter's baby when she can't do it. That's love. Okay, family love. I respect. You know, I, I trust me. I have a lot of respect for Shauna. You know, she stepped up. We had our son um, Lion. She was the surrogate, and she was amazing. You know, and and I'm I'm always eternally grateful for her and that. It hurts me a lot. Um, seeing the family kind of disconnected. Yeah. Um, it, it is, it's like the only one, because I know Lorenzo because we did apprentice together and he's the nicest guy. I will say he's the best guy ever. Like he was such a gentleman to everyone, everyone on the whole cast loved Lorenzo. You could not love him. And I think that's one of the weirder aspects of our world and the celebrity behind the curtain scenes. There's a lot of people and Lorenzo, especially, I even put myself in this category. They're nice people, but they might have this, you know, he was the renegade. They have this persona of, you know, yes, Bad Lorenzo. Boy, yeah. Well, Lorenzo could kick people's asses. Like, don't get me wrong. Right. But at the same time, like, everything you just described is to a T him. Like, yeah. it's not, he's, he will give you the shirt off his back. He's so sweet and kind. And he's honest. He's he really authentic, is. you know? And those are hard people to find. You're a very authentic person. But I'm not as nice as he is, let's be clear. I yeah, mean, he's, yeah, but he's, you're he's so kind. Like, honestly, we all, like, we all, just the whole, everyone loved him. Yes. And he was like the go-to and he was just so, so sweet and real. And he, you know, he just talked about his struggles and this and that. And it was, it was just relatable. And you think this guy that's been this like heartthrob for so many years is going to have the ego that some of the people there had that didn't need to have it, but he had no ego. There was nothing there. Like it, it really was, he really is one of my favorite people from the cast. And he's in New York now. Yeah. She's in LA now. That's not good. They just saw each other because Lorenzo's daughter had her high school graduation. So all the family got together. Uh, they they actually came down to Orange County, where most of us are now, um, and saw my grandkids, or saw his grandkids, my, my kids. Um, and Shauna wasn't there. I, I wouldn't say it was like a non-invite thing, but it was, it was more of like the Lamases getting together. Um, but in my mind... And she'll probably kill me for saying this, but in my mind, like, they've kind of checked out on her. Right. You know, so, and and I knew it from the conversations that we've all had. No one just, no one even talks about, about it. You know, like, no one even talks to her. And it's not, it's not a place of... Um, anger. It's not, it's not coming from anger. No, because we all love her. Right. We love him, but... As long as Lorenzo's happy, yeah. we can't really judge the situation. And my wife, Shane, obviously, she has an opinion about well, everything. Well, yeah, that's I mean. And she's pissed. You know, she's not happy. Well, I don't think reality TV is great for relationships. And I think to think that this is going to be your moment and then you're going to go and get some big acting role from it is kind of delusional. Because it doesn't happen, and these shows go away, and you go away with them. I mean, look at Lorenzo. He said it. He's like, I was everything, and then now it's a struggle. And so I, these women that, that go on these shows and think that they're going to get there, you know, they're going to be discovered. Yes. And then they're going to be superstars. They're going to have their moment. No, because once the tape stops rolling and the show doesn't get picked up, you're still out there going on castings with girls that are 20. Yeah. And, you know, that have a ton of acting experience, and you're – you you left the love of your life, you know, to pursue something that most people don't ever. I mean, ten percent of Hollywood makes it. Ten percent of the actors here. I would say one percent. But I mean, like you know, it's not, and, and most of Hollywood's out of work. Yeah. So what I just don't I don't understand 
And reality doesn't pay unless you're the top tier. No, exactly. So. And, and even then, you have to go and you have to get branding and do other things and use the platform correctly. And it's, you know, yeah, you got to get to season five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true. That would be helpful. But that's not, I don't think it's going to happen with the show. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will be back in a minute. Hey guys, are you looking for a fun, salacious summer read? Well, you have to pick up Blind Item. They go behind the glamour and the bright lights of Hollywood. And this addictive, sexy read, the drugs, the sex, and the partying are just the beginning. They don't leave anything out. Trust me. Authors Kevin Dixon and Jack Katsoyan are industry veterans. The scandals and celebrity antics are based on true stories. But all the names have been changed. Blind Item tackles three fields, publicity, tabloid journalism, and reality TV to give an unflinching and entertaining 360-degree view of the Hollywood industry. This is not a true story, but every story inside is true. Start reading now. Visit blindeitembook.com or get it on Amazon. Have you seen the ratings? I haven't seen the ratings. Are they good? Well, since I know stuff from the right. com and ratings and stuff, um, they're not good, but, but they're moving it to Sunday. Um, so... That must be a key sign because they want to try to save the show. Um, they're putting it in front of the Kardashians. Um, but the, the the first, the season episode was a point three, a point one three. I honestly, all my girlfriends, we thought we were excited from the commercials to watch yeah. it. And we just well, can't, we can't get involved. You think, you think the Hadids, you know what I mean? That should draw a massive audience and it completely it's like, backfired. It's like watching like... What is that sand? <laughs> like on the beach, just looking. I just there's not a lot of personality there, and it's just like I literally can. I, I watched it twice to try to give it another chance. I think the blonde girl's really funny, but that's about it. Yeah, she's kind of annoying. Though. I mean, but at least you have her. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's like she's I don't not like the best to look at. Oh my no, god! But, but you, you know what I mean? From my perspective, like. The show, like I told Shauna, I go, this is like a, a boob job show. Like, this is to see who has the best fake boobs. <laughs> Plus twos is what the name of the show should be. But, um, but yeah, no, I just, I, I don't know. I just can't get into it. And I get into everything. I do from, too. From a work perspective. And it's like the chalk. The yeah, chalk, no, it's hard. It's you know? hard. And I love all the East shows. I'm like, I, I really like the, what's that? The arrangement? Yeah. I'm obsessed. And yeah. I was like, no, you're not. I'm like, I really like. Who's I, the lead in that? Henderson? Josh Henderson? Yeah, I, I don't know their is. names. One of the girl, they're really good. I yeah. know it's like it's like bad TV, but I just really like it. But see, that's another thing. Like, I think his name's Josh because he's a family friend. I'm not friends with him, but I'm, I know he's friends with all the uh, the other, the Lamas side. And he's, he's, he's like, he's been struggling to find his show. And right, I think he, sure. he found it. And I think what he's doing going towards the more scripted stuff is amazing. Yeah. It's smart. You know, it's, it's we not can, Netflix right. model, but it's pretty much, it pretty much is, is people are like reality. So cheap to shoot, but it's not converting anymore. You no, know? it's, it, we've had enough. It's on every channel. If you really want to watch it. And I feel like now we're going back towards scripted. I want to invest in something that's not real. You know, and just kind of escape, like, for that hour. And I don't – I like trash TV. It is what it is. Yeah, but don't you think it's – it's now it's turning – it's it's gone from reality TV to, like, commercial TV. Like, everything's so staged to the point that it's a product. You know, they're, like, constantly selling on some product or we're doing a setup shot at a restaurant or a setup shot in a nail salon. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and but the like, there's only so many things you can do because I remember on Housewives we were always trying to say what hasn't what what hasn't been done on the other shows yet like as far as I'm like 
they they've done everything. They've yeah. done circus training. This like we couldn't think of one thing to shoot that hadn't been shot. Yeah. And it's like it's really difficult, but it's also like getting like, all of these women together at the same time, and they want us moving and this and that. It's I think we've seen it all at this point. But don't you think that's the problem? Like the you have to have authenticity. And it shows through the camera, right? And I think, like, what you're really good at, it's not, it's not, it's how you react to the drama when it's real drama. Right. You know, and you have constant real drama in your life. <laughs> so, so, yes, I do. <laughs> but you've learned how to react to it, right? A um, responsive way to react to it, not only for you, but for your fans so they know that you're okay. And, and I'm not seeing that anymore. Like, everything's so staged to the point. That when we watch like the Kardashians or even this show, none of it has this like tone of like flat water, yeah. you know, and nothing comes across real and you're not invested in the character enough to say, to even feel bad for the person, you know, and you see it and stuff like, you know, I, I like the Kardashians now. I think they've turned that corner. I actually where... think they're really, they're on a level right now where it's real shit is going on. Yeah, like because... Kim's getting surgery, like to see if she can, I mean, like that's but, real shit. But that's the thing. Like they've kind of got to the point where. They couldn't fake it Forget anymore. it. Forget it. Let's just go real. Right? And not that they would not, like the cast now and the stuff that they're doing, it's real stuff. It's, you see the paparazzi, like you see. Right. The, the drama that's happening at the highest level of life instead of them staging to get to this level. Right. And now they're, they're like, like fuck it. it. Like, okay, you're going to be a woman and like, let's just show it all. And yep. that's, and that's now it's become softer and more interesting to me because it's real shit going down. And that's the barrier that reality stars need to break right. once they get to a level where they know it's sustainable. Because right now everyone's like, okay, I'm going to be the next Snooki. It, it just doesn't work like that anymore. No, that it, was it's one and done. Like it's been there, it's been done. And I feel like even with Housewives, it's like, how many more vacations can they go on? How many more of the same things can they do again, over and over again? It's bad. Yeah. You know. And I then mean, you look at like Orange County Housewives, which is the franchise. Like they have to keep reinventing that show because you lose, you know, the flux capacitor. You lose the the machine, right? So. With that show in general, it's like I look at that stuff and, you know, these women are just putting themselves out there so hardcore. But at the same time, they're making the money, at least the main ones, Tamara yeah. and Vicky, they're making the money to justify. Putting your life, like your your dignity is gone, basically. But that it's so easy for Bravo to say, hey, let's just recast and get someone in yeah, that for, wants for to be no money. for a thousand bucks. Right, exactly. To shoot for a thousand bucks an episode to right. shoot for five months. Right. It's insane. It's like show up and be crazy or we're going to get, we're going to replace you. Yeah. And then if you ask for more money, you're no, replaced. <laughs> and then they, and then you see a whole season of the show. It's terrible. And then production comes back like, Oh, maybe we made a mistake and we need to go back to the old person. Ugh. I mean, it's, it's, a, I was uh, asked like they had all these housewives questions this morning on daily pop. And they're like, who would most likely get a divorce out of all the housewives? And I'm like, Tamara? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I just, and so then they're like, why? Well, I thought, I think everyone thought that that guy, Eddie, was gay for a little while. And if he's gay, then they'll probably get a divorce because she wouldn't want to be married to a gay guy. And I know that this is going to come out today. I'm going to leave here with so much hate and drama. I said some other things on the show, too, that I'm going to be in trouble for. Okay, but, but you, tell me why you think he's gay. I don't actually think he's gay. I think I thought that in the beginning because... Of there his was a looks scene, or because of the scenes, or because was, of what's coming out in the media. Because we've, I haven't touched it yet. I haven't reported on it. And the crazy part is, I was, I was really good friends with Tamara, and I haven't talked to her in over, I want to say over a year and a half. Just in, like I haven't seen her in so long, and she's so afraid of like the, 
being associated with, with you, me now right. because the dirty is. God forbid. They, it's not stories. exactly, and then she doesn't want anyone. She to doesn't be, want to think she's the right. source. It's like it's ridiculous. Like, but if you know them, you know them. Like, what? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and I told Tamara, I'm like, let's put out a statement. If he's not gay, which I've been. Around- oh, so this has been a comment. So, th- so I only thought it because a few of my gay boyfriends, they were all like, oh yeah, he's on. He goes to our church. He goes to our church. Like they were saying it. And I generally watch Housewives with them. But there was a scene when he like downed a glass of wine to get in a bathtub with her. And it just seemed like... With his pinky out or what? No, it just seemed like he was like, there was no way he wanted to get in that bathtub. Yeah. It just seemed, this is a long time ago. So when I was asked that, I was just like, well, maybe because I've heard it, but maybe. And so now I feel like I'm going to be in trouble. But there is actually people saying it. Yeah, the entire cast is saying it. Oh, on the show? No, they're coming to me and telling me. Oh, right. But I'm not putting it up Mm. because, first of all, Bravo freaks out when I post anything that has anything to do with the housewives because they know the housewives are talking directly right. to me. They already put out a, a, a statement to all the ladies not to talk to me. Really? Yeah, because we're breaking huge exclusives on the dirty. Right. And it's, you know, like when I ask you for a statement on what's going on. I'll give it to you. All the time. I don't care. Right? Because I, if I don't give it, if I don't say it, it's people are going. Exactly. And then somebody else is going to say, she's not talking. It's easier just to put it, put it down and say, but this is what it is. And I'm done. Because if you don't, then it's like. I always feel like sometimes when you shut the fuck up, it's worse for you than just saying, this is what we're not getting along. This person's crazy. That's how I feel. <laughs> and also creating the tornado and the hurricane of the storm getting just bigger and bigger right. and bigger. When you don't talk about it. Yeah. Which it could be bad for you. could be good for you. You know, all press is good press, whatever. But at the same time, like with this situation, this has been festering up for a while. Oh, I see. I didn't even know. I was just like caught off guard and there was like this, just like something in my head and I was like... Oh, well, them. And now I'm like, oh, shit. And I already know what's coming my way when I leave here. And yeah. I talk shit about Eddie and Leanne, so that's going to get me, too. I said some really crazy shit. But it's just the truth. And, like, in the moment, this I mean, not the Tamara part, but the Eddie part. In the moment, I just said what I wanted to say. But you have to, though. Yeah, I mean, it's but it's difficult. I don't understand why they're not allowed to talk to you. Um, they're not, it's not that they're not allowed to talk to me. Like I know a lot of things that are going on behind the scenes and I kind of pick and choose what I think would be the best for the fan base, what's best for the show. And I'm trying to go in this more positive direction now in my life. Um, I got diagnosed with MS, like aggressive. <gasps> yeah. Wow. So, I'm so, so sorry. And that just came to light like a little bit ago. Oh my and, God, I just got the chills. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's been, it's been a gnarly journey. Cause you know, I had a huge show on, on yeah. podcast one. Yeah. You were here. I remember. Um, and Norm was like one of the first guys to find out about it when I got diagnosed and he's been helping me through it. Norm Pattis. Um, yeah, for those that don't he owns know. podcast one. So, so yeah, so I've been doing that stuff and then I'm kind of changing my direction of my tone in my life. Um, because I'm like, you know what? The celebrities have a voice, but do they really? They don't. No, you know? because they, they it's, it's, the it's so censored. Everything, it's everyone's, everything. everyone's like, oh, you can't say this. It's like, you can't get a, a proper answer anymore. And by the way, people are afraid to talk now because everyone's suing everyone. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, I'm, I'm afraid to say, I mean, like, I, I have him send me the podcast now because I'm like, to edit? shit, because I'm scared I'm going to get sued some more. And it's like. Yeah, but truth is a defense. I've been sued so many times. I've been sued 50 times. So it's, you know, it's not. And that's another thing. It takes its toll on you where you're just like, why? For for what? What's the point? You're a public figure. People are going to have an opinion on you. Like, that's it. You should just be okay with it. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will return in a minute. 
So, William, I have to tell you. Okay. You know I love to cook. Yes. But sometimes, as a single mom, and I feel like I'm the gardener, I'm the chef, I'm the cook, right. I'm the, like I do it all. Yeah. But now, um, Martha Stewart is my friend. <laughs> Not really, but in my head, because she sent me a box of amazing meals that I could make in less than 30 minutes, and it's so helpful because I really don't have time. Right. And I love to cook. Yeah. And so with Martha and Marley Spoon, they send you this big box and it's like all Mm pre-proportioned, amazing. Like they tell you exactly – it's only what you need. So you're not wasting anything. And they tell you exactly how to make it. It's super simple. I made the Moroccan um, chicken last time. It was really good. Um, I have to say, like I'm just very impressed because I've had some of those food delivery things in the past. Mm -hmm. And they just – it's not. It's not Martha. <laughs> it's right. not Martha quality. And right. they're Martha's. She's a gangster. Let's be clear. She's hey. a gangster in all ways. And these recipes are better than any of the recipes I've had. The the the, the um, produce that they send is mm-hmm. very fresh. And a lot of times with those other ones, I didn't get you know super fresh produce. Right. And everything is proportioned out equally. And I just I really. You know, I know there's a lot of these, you know, boxes now, but this food service is, is I think, the best that I've had. Okay. Wow. And the kids love it, and they're trying new things because, you know, you get stuck in a rut. Right. Kind of making the same thing over and over and over, and you want to go outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But you're like, I need some inspiration. I was going to so, say, you kind of need somebody to sort of do the work for you in terms of, like, here's the ingredients and the recipes. Right. Like, or here's now an you idea, right? Yeah, because yeah. I'm stuck in, you know, let's do turkey burgers, right. and, like, I'm doing, you know, the same thing a lot. And right. this is kind of making me make things I wouldn't normally make, but the kids are loving it. So with Martha and Marley Spoon, you can get seasonal pre-proportioned ingredients and Martha Stewart's best recipes. They're delivered right to your door and there's no grocery shopping for you, no schlepping around because we all know we have enough to do. You can choose actually from 10 healthy recipes a week and get truly delicious meals on the table in just 30 minutes and well, you know, we don't have to. You you might have a little more time than me, but you don't have kids. No, I don't. But sometimes I need inspiration to cook for myself too. That's true. Because I make the same thing for myself. Like I'll be like, here's the chicken breast and the and the black beans and the salad and you know what I mean. It's yeah, like absolutely. The I mean, same I thing. think even even you can do it. <laughs> it's so easy. Even a man can no, do it. No, it's so true. I feel like people that don't cook. And they're afraid to try, like like I just don't cook. Right. This dumbs it down. Yeah. You can't you can't mess up with mm-hmm. this. They mm-hmm. tell you exactly. What to do, how to do it. They give you exact recipe, like the, what do you call it, the ingredients yeah. you need. So you're not, you're using it all. No stress. Yes. And um, it's just great. You can enjoy the best of Martha Stewart's trusted recipes. Like I said, you have 10 options every week, like hanger steak and baked onion rings. Oh my gosh, so good. The baked onion rings and healthy, pretty right. healthy. A little baked. Yep, and the Moroccan spiced chicken and vegetables, and that's what we had last time. And there's so many more. You can just simply go online and choose your delivery day. You select your dishes. It's completely flexible. So you can skip, cancel, or change your preferences at any time, which is important. And right now, use promo code BRANDY for this special offer. You get three free meals on your first order. That's a $30.75 value. Plus, it's free shipping with every order. And that's a big box. So... Free shipping is a big deal. Totally. So don't wait. Go to MarleySpoon.com before you do anything else and choose your preferred meal plan now. When you get to the checkout page, just type in my name, Brandy, for free three meals. For your three – it's so hard to say. For your three free meals. That's MarleySpoon.com. Enter code Brandy and enjoy them. Trust me. I'm a cook and not a chef, but I'm a cook. And these are some amazing recipes and good, good food. 
I can't judge anymore from the, the point of like, I was very, and you know this, like I'm very like how someone looks or this or how they act. Now I'm at a point where I want to get Brandy Glanville's true, true heart, you know, like what she wants to say and, and that's it. And if I want to get the other side, they can say whatever yeah. they want to say, but I'm not going to misconstrue the facts and jumble them together just to make the, a story. To make a story. Right. It's like headline porn. So you mislead someone and then they read down. Like people only read the headlines and it gets confusing. And then you read down and it's like, oh, not really anything happening. And that's the void. That's the void in our marketplace, um, especially with the TMZs, the radars and all that stuff. You know, more power to them. They're machines and they're owned by yeah. massive companies. But we're still indie. We're indie rock. So the dirty.com has a, a true platform where the celebrities can voice that themselves for the, I believe, for the first time ever and feel comfortable doing it. Because you know how it is. That you talk know, to reporters. That you know that it's going to be said the way you, you said, said it. it. Yes. And that's why I've talked to you guys in the past because I know I'm going to say this and like, you know, I've talked to a couple of your reporters and they're like, oh, can I add this or that? And I'm like, no. And then they don't. And that's why I respect it. And that's why I know, like, it's safe for me. It's yes. not like someone's going to add on and make up a story that isn't there. Yeah. And and you know how tough it is for me. Like, I have – I see Shane's brothers and sisters and they're, like, amazing people. But you want to give them the be- – you want them to have, you know, that life that – without the struggle or without all of this that you maybe like I know we didn't have anything growing up and I want to give my kids what I didn't have correct and that's why like I wouldn't want to have more children because I I really have the two best kids and I want to give them put all my energy and money into them and I think that's like we're at two and and I I'm pretty mentally set done it too even though Shane wants well, now more. that you're You've been diagnosed. I don't know if that's the thing. Like I got diagnosed after the kids. If now that I'm diagnosed with MS and it's not like the remitting kind, it's not, you know, it's, it's more the aggressive kind. Um, but I, I, I don't have the energy for it. Like I, I literally Brandy, I'm, I'm, I have to count steps every day because oh. my legs shut, like they shut down. So what's the, what's, what, what are you doing for it? And what's the next? I've been on so many medications, all this stuff. Like, you know, now I'm, now I'm in this weird place where I'm looking at, you know, medicinals, which I'm such an anti-drug guy, but it's the only thing that keeps the pain away, the CBD stuff. Um, this, the medication I was taking, it was called Tecfidera and it's just a nightmare. Just, there's so many side effects to these medications, um, but there's no cure for this. So no. now, you know, I've been looking at more drastic stuff because as it progresses, um, I don't want it. To, I don't want to be in a wheelchair no, but, and I mean, but yeah, I'm 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 on an eight year plan, so I've I have like eight years left. So right now, it's I'm looking into the more drastic chemotherapies, the stem cells, like all that stuff, which is super expensive. It's so expensive, and insurance doesn't cover it. No, and no, no, no. But, and but then you got to think, like you know, where where is my head at? Like, do I want to fight this thing? Do I want to, you know? You have to. Because you have two children. Kids, yeah, right? but so, so it, I know it's like a financial struggle. Like you want to put the money into, the, but you ha- being there for your children is more important than them having nice things or going to private school. It's it really easy is. to say, though. It's easy no, to it's say. easy to say, but really, like I, if I didn't have my dad, we didn't have anything growing up. If I didn't have my dad, that would have been so much worse. I mean, I would pick a parent over dumb material shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because you don't need a lot to get by. Yeah. I mean, you really don't. I mean, you need a roof over your head. You need food on the table and you need to pay your bills. So what if someone told you you had 10 years left? Oh, what's God. Your first, what's your first thought? My kids. I just would, I, I would want 
to spend every second I possibly could with them and preparing them. Absolutely. And I would be fighting it. I would fight like crazy. I would, I would not, I I wouldn't take, I wouldn't take that diagnosis. So you wouldn't be in the mentality that you've done so much in your life. You had so much fun. You've, you want people to remember you like this, the beautiful person that you are right now. And if it takes you, it takes you. And hopefully it might be a bigger cause. Like maybe someone will find a cure for it because I like, I'm at this point where I'm just like, Oh, this fighting and this well, because, doing stuff. Because just, you're not getting mode. progress and it's hard. And so you're not seeing what you want to see, but you have to fight. I, I'm a fighter. Like I will, I would fight to the end. I'll I mean, fight you. Yeah, no, I, I, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like I, 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 like I would be like, okay, we're going to get a cure for this. And I mean, I know it's really much easier said than done. Yeah. But it's, it's just such a, a crazy. Because I've a, always it's been a, a healthy person. Too. It's um, it's hundred percent head. You're like, game. oh, is it something I did? Is it karma? Like, what is this? What, like, is this God punishing me yes. for? I mean, trust me. I thought about this when shitty things happen. I'm like, okay, it must be something I did or I put out there, and well, it's coming back to me. And you know, people that don't like my decisions in life, right? They but have I mean, those opinions, which is fine. Free speech. I'm, I love that. Like, it's. But at the same time, like we have a voice, we have a platform and I've been so like not hiding this, but just kind of like, I don't want to be that Jamie Lynn Siegler type of like, Hey, look at me. I'm, you know, I'm dying here of MS and you don't care and da da da. And I'm trying to find like, I'm not that guy. Like I rather enjoy the moments I have with my friends and family in these moments. Cause I'm, I'm, I had the same thoughts like, right. Hey, I'm on the clock. What do I want right. to do? What do I want to achieve? What do I want to be remembered for? What's my legacy? So I think all this is catapulting and coming into play and speed is not, is not right. on my side. Like I, I have time, to like, right. time is not on my side. So it's constant speed. Like how do I get to where I need to be as to fast be, as possible to be okay with letting go if that's the worst case scenario. But I, I don't like hearing that you've kind of already made this decision in your head. I know that it's something you have to think about, but I really think that you need to stay positive and, and fight this, for, especially for your kids. Yeah. And and don't get to the point where, well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be comfortable and make these last years great. No. Yeah. No. That, that's not okay. I mean, I know that it's easier coming from someone who's healthy-ish, but your kids want you around for a long time. And so you're going to have to get your head around fighting this like yeah, the but hard you fight want, but wouldn't you want your kids to remember you in their moments of who this person was instead of watching you fight this constant battle of depression you know anxiety none of your your arms and legs work and like they don't you don't want them to see that but you hopefully know? with within eight years we'll be making huge advances in yeah. this and you won't – I just don't like – I don't like your attitude. <laughs> oh, that's fine. No, listen. I've, I'm so positive about this. Like I think for me it's kind of a blessing you know, for the road and the path that I've been going on to see this light to say, hey, you know, I can do something bigger and better with more value um, than constant – you know, the constant bathroom wall. Yeah. You know, that, that doesn't do anything or help anyone – or help their self-esteem, I guess you could say. Um, cause I know the genius that I possess and I'm wasting it. Right. right. I mean, I don't, I don't know that. I mean, you're, you're not doing, it's not necessarily a positive thing. You're putting the truth out there and people like to hear the truth, but I think that there's a way you can do it. That's not so dirty. I agree. <laughs> you know what I mean? I totally agree. Like the dirty can be a little bit cleaner, yeah. but no, just like you can tell the truth without, Attacking someone's looks or whatever, like we've talked about yeah. in the past, and, I, and, and I've, ref- I've I've stopped 
that that's since good. January. Yeah, that's good. It's real, I just keep everything inside. <laughs> exactly. Go home I and say tell it your to wife. Myself. No, I say it in my head. Oh, I don't tell my my wife would kill me if I said these things. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so I just you know. I've been really good at harnessing the uh, the power. Right, that's good. The well, the, like you're making a conscious decision to keep it a little cleaner than normal, and that's really. I think people will be drawn to it more now. I think there's a window for everything. I think the timing's great. I think um, where I'm at mentally is great. I think my friends and all the contacts I've made over the past ten years now I can actually do something with them. Um, so it's a good headspace for me i think but I, I like i get what you're saying and coming with the battle with the with the depression side of the ms it's always like okay well you fight this like fight 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 or you just say hey let you it take up. me you just let it take me you know and and when someone comes with out with a cure then i'll be ready and if it's too late it's too late um but i'm not sitting here saying hey brandy i give up no That's no no i know i just i I understand where you're coming from, where you want to be in present and in the best place you can be for your kids right now, and you'd rather them not see you suffer. I understand that. But I just don't want you to miss fighting right now. And let's say in eight years they come up with something and you've, you're on the right track, but you know you need to stay on that track in order to get this next thing to fix you. Correct. So I just don't want you to say, I'm not just going to let it take me. And then you know when it's done, it's done. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not at that point. Um, but there, you know, I look at both sides of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you have to, I mean, obviously you're going to go around and around. You're going to change your mind a hundred times, but living, I think now is more rewarding than it was before. I think like something like this needed to happen to a person like me for me to say, okay, um, stop being selfish. Um, stop putting others down to make yourself feel better or to make others feel better. Like right. a large conglomerate of fan base um which i called my army were we shifting for positive i you know we we broke a lot of big stories the anthony weiner story i broke pretty much huge. trump could thank me for being yeah. president so so that's you know it's kind of like we have i've done enough in my life to say i've shift shifted the pop culture in a way that was rewarding for me what else is left for me to accomplish? So I think stepping out of my box and, and basically saying, okay, looking as from a fan perspective, I get people could be upset that I've kind of diverted. Well, no, because I think right now the world is such a negative place. It's such a scary place. We need we need a little more positivity. We need things to be a little more lighthearted. We still want to know the truth, but we don't, we don't need – we have enough problems. It's like I, I wake up every day. I'm like this could be the last day that we're on this earth because I, it's a scary time. There isn't a day when we wake up where people die, don't yeah. die from something. But it's a scary time like just in with, – with everything with Trump and the – all of the people on all these suicide bombs and the terrorism. And I'm like it's a scary time to have children and it's just – it's all very negative. And so I think if you can make this – you know, still keep the truth happening but make it – a little more positive. I, I really, I would love to see that. And then how sick is our world that we look at everything. And I think at least you and I look at everything and we say, is this staged or is this real? I mean, right now I feel like, are we on our, you have to pinch yourself. Are we on a giant reality show? This is some crazy, like I really, I It goes can't. beyond scope, but then you watch things like house of cards and you're like, well, maybe this stuff isn't real. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying no, no, no. people die. Like, you know, RIP. I'm not that. I'm not that guy. No, no, no. Of course. But I am saying there is certain aspects to the stories that we read from CNN that we just everything's gone so like 
bias, like an opinion piece. Everything's an opinion piece now. Shut up with your opinions. I know. It's not helping us. It's not helping anyone. Give just us the put, facts. Just put the truth out and call it a day. It's like, it's, it's very scary. Um, I don't even, I can't even watch the news anymore. I just, like, even this weekend with the terror attacks, I'm like, okay, well, I can report this, but all I'm doing is reporting. Giving them the, what they want. Not that it's what they want. No, the terrorists. Like, they want. That too, but the information hasn't came out yet. Like, I, I waited till the cloud kind of cleared a little bit to put up the real death toll, to put up the real casual, to put up w- what really went down instead of. We're in this world of like who can do it the first, the right. fastest, the quickest, jumping who's to gonna break the story. Right. And you read these things like 17 people died, and then the next day it's like, oh no, the count's actually seven. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh. Right. You know. they just, it's like a rush to get the story out. It's like the headline, and then they make up the story. So that's where I'm at this space where, like, okay, if I'm going to have anything to give to this world, was that people knew me as, as an authentic architect of my generation in this internet space, whatever it is. So, and that's next to impossible. But I think if, if I can do that, I can sleep and be like, well, if anyone can do it, it's going to be you. Thank you. I will say. And I I look forward to seeing that shift. I really do. And I, I've noticed though, actually it has gotten, it's a lot lighter and I mean, it's still truthful, but it's, it's very, it's different than it was. It totally was. And, and I'll be the first to say that, but the traffic is the, no. the amount of new fans I'm getting is amazing, and how heartwarming it. it you know, I, I took out, I removed the comment section, and it hasn't affected That's us good. at all. You know, and honestly, I think everyone should do that. I think it's, every. And I'm, it's just haters. It's just haters in the comments, and that's all it is. You never, you rarely see a positive comment, almost never. And I'll tell you from the perspective of blog owner or internet, you know, entrepreneur. My advice for everyone is to remove the comment section because what is it really for? You could say it's engaging your audience. It's not. Mm-hmm. Your time on site might be better, but it's just people being vile and ugly and having a, a very dark opinion. Um, rarely, rarely you might have that one person that has a positive opinion, but they're so afraid to make that comment because they read other people's hate. Right. They don't want to be in that box with those people. So we removed our comment section and it hasn't affected traffic. Um, so I highly recommend, especially like the bigger sites like TMZ and radar, like this comment platform disgust that was created. It's, it's, it's all it's, it's doing. Tur- it's turned into something else. It's turned into this troll monster Spew of negative, just disgusting, it's, it's disgusting so, stuff. Like even it's been years. My friend told me, she's like, whatever you do, don't, don't read, read the, comments. the comments. And then you, of course, go and read the comments. And a lot of these people are multiple posters. They will just have, they'll have different IDs. accounts. Yeah. yeah. And they'll just keep posting over and over again because they, they literally hate that much. It's just hate. And they talk to themselves. Right. Exactly. They, they, it's so crazy. It's, it's, it's absolutely psychotic. Um, and I think if anything could change the internet yeah. is getting rid of that platform where people can voice and i and here's the thing and people are going to say i'm contradicting myself because i'm a big free speech guy but when you cross the line into uh, a delusional state of who who you are as a person that you think you can judge brandy or nick ritchie or whatever you think you can do but then you start talking to yourself and creating this catfish like scenario um it's crazy it's it is delusional 
That's that's why our world is going to this weird, dark place because no one wants to be themselves anymore. Nope. They want to be someone else because we've given the opportunity with the For Facebooks, everyone to have the a social, voice, right? social media, Twitter. Instagram, everything. You can be whoever you want now. Yeah, and and I think we all need to get back to being ourselves and not make the world a better place and it, not give these crazy-ass people like this platform to – be heard. We don't need to hear them. Yeah. I mean, yes, they have the right to have their own Twitter account and all of these things. But I think when it comes to reading an article about someone and just going on there to hate specifically on whatever they're reading is just asinine. And then that's the thing to show you how far that at least I've come as a person. Because, you know, I, at one point in my life, like five years ago, I was okay with people just using me as the scapegoat. Right. I'm not okay with it anymore. You know, I'm not that person. I'm not okay with the Anderson Coopers, the Dr. Phil's, all these people judging for the sake of ratings. Um, it doesn't help me. It doesn't help my bottom line. It helps their bottom lines, you know, and I've been on all these interviews where they've judged me and who comes out being the correct one in the end was me. You know, I, I called out a, a, a cheerleader who was sleeping with her student and she ended up, you know, being exposed for who she really was. But Anderson Cooper types are like, this girl is crying. Don't call her a girl. She's a woman. You know what I mean? Like they, they immediately judge because they're, they think breaking, they think what's in front of them, what's in the moment when they need to take a step back and say, Hey, maybe I should look at everything in the front of me picture. and say, maybe Nick's on to something. Maybe he's not. But then I have to look back and say, is there a way for me to voice it better? Is right. there a way for me to make the person understand the delivery, get your delivery, delivery a little more positive? You know, that way, I mean, you're saying the right things, but it's coming across as like, this is it, this is what it is, and this is that, and you're not open to any other opinion. And I think if you go about things a little softer, you're going to get a better response. And you'll see the world better. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, it's, it's hard to do, especially for someone like me. It's really hard to do. Like, you have to basically adjust your mentality and how you think of things and people, but you got to think bigger than just you. And if you can do that, you know, and I'm not saying I'm God over here. But no, but you have a different perspective now because things have been, you know, you've you've had this horrible diagnosis and you're seeing things in a different light. And I think that that's part of what has made you want to change this because you're thinking now, what are what is my legacy? What, you know, unfortunately, what's going to happen when people look back on who was Nick Ritchie and you want it to be a little more positive than it was. And I fully respect that. And I still want you to fight this like crazy. You have to. I know. For your children. Um, I'm not ready to move to Oregon yet. <laughs> no, so, don't. Don't worry about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So um, tell us. So just the dirty.com. Yeah. So the dirty.com, you know, I'm doing that. I'm doing a whole bunch of things behind the scenes, just, you know, with charities. And we got a wine, Lamas Ritchie wine, a Melbeck from uh, Mendoza, Argentina. So that's kind of like our family wine that we've been doing. So that's been really fun and just something different, fresh. Um, and something that my wife and I can kind of do together to keep drink. the, uh, the, the – She doesn't drink. Oh, no. I know. I'll so drink with you. It's fine. She's drank the wine, but she's not like – Yeah, I'll yeah. send you – you'll love it. You'll yeah. love it. I'll send you a, I a only bottles. drink wine. I don't really drink anything but wine. Can you wine. please just tell me what you think of this one? Yeah, I absolutely will. Because I haven't had one person say it's bad, but I feel like they're just not saying it's bad. They're afraid of you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, since you're not afraid of me, can you please just tell me I the truth? I absolutely will. Okay. Um, so I got that going. I got the kids. And uh, yeah, just, you know, it's just the constant, like, trying to 
let people know who I am before anything does happen or if it does get to a crazy point. Like, this is the real Nick Ritchie, not the staged comedian. Right. I mean, you, I always say there's a heightened version of ourselves. You turn it on when you have to be on and then, like, you're, there is a softer side to you. Otherwise, you wouldn't have a woman fall in love with you and want to have your kids. I mean, <laughs> let's be clear. Yeah, after eight hours. I met her in Vegas eight hours. Can you believe that? And I'm still, this is year seven. You didn't get married after eight hours. Yeah, like like twelve and a half hours. Some, somewhere it's around between eight and twelve. It's all. It's kind of like a blur. Wow. Yeah. That is. I did not know that. Still, di- still with her. I mean, she's gorgeous. I mean, how I got crazy it. am I? No, I mean, you guys are both crazy for getting married after that short of time. Yeah, but, but we fight. Like we're not. You everyone know, fights, babe. We're not the I, I mean, like couple. I've been with my boyfriend for like nine months. We epic fight on Friday. We were both like, "It's over, bye." And then yeah. we're and we're not, you know. Everyone fights; it's normal. Yeah. No one's perfect all the time. Yeah. That those are the people that are really fucked up when they act like, oh, everything's so wonderful. We never fight. You're like, okay, you're right. Yeah, but your fights are probably way better than mine. Uh, maybe. Do you I guys think. throw stuff like? Oh no, no. I mean, we just. I'm I'm aggressive, you know. So. Um, I don't, I don't hit or throw or anything. I just, I, I hurt with my words. Yes, you do. So, um, you know, but it was like a, it was a stupid fight, but you know, we are both like, it's over. Or Is both it, those but people. it's not over? No, it's not. We were back together the next day. You but... should text him and let him know it's not. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> we spent the whole day together on Saturday and Sunday. It was just, you know, you have those moments where shit happens and you're just like, I don't need this. I'm better alone. And you're not. I mean, like, we all need someone to love us back. Yeah. And so it's, uh, you know, it's normal to fight. Is there um, any gossip that you, that you have on your mind that I might be able to share with you? Because um, well, every you, time you, we talk, it gets picked up, like, everywhere. Yeah, so. you enlightened me about the Tamron. I really didn't. I just said it to say it. But um, Yeah, no, I've been getting castmates telling me some sort of bathroom scene. They walked in on Eddie with another dude. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah, tons of stuff. But I haven't. I you can't. Think, I if they're not going to go on record, you can't write I'm about it, right? Because you have to have a proper source. Yeah, but I can tell you this: every time I met Eddie, I've never got the gay vibe. I've met him before too in person, and I didn't get it in person. Yeah, and I but just, he is was, a good-looking, well-kept dude. Yeah, so I could see why people could assume, they, that. or they want him to be, maybe because he's attractive. But who knows in this day and age? You I know what know. I mean? Like, listen. Eddie's never touched me on the knee. That's <laughs> so I can put that out right? there. Right, you 100%. have not personally, right? Never. So right. I have never got him giving me like when we see each other, we give each other handshakes or hugs or whatever. It's not like you know how a gay person does. They give you like more of an intimate, like a embrace. Uh, you don't Dude, know. I know. Not, I know. I'm kind of gay. I'm gay-ish. I'm mean, kind of no. I am, but I don't. I'm not a hugger. I don't like to hug. But no, I feel okay, like well, maybe it's different for guys. You know maybe someone, I, maybe it's got, got a guy thing. If you know someone, though, you know what I mean? You give them the handshake hug. It's like that's a – yes, Yeah, the exactly. tap on the back, the little exactly. yo, bro. The, the bro hug. Yeah. The bro hug is a code, you know, that, hey, you know, we're just bros. We're, <laughs> we're not, not really going to touch. We're not sword fighters here. <laughs> so that's, that's – funny. That's – I've never got that vibe. No, I haven't. I mean, I, I met him in person. I haven't either. I just – from the show, I was like – and then just hearing dumb little things. But – so wait, what else is in the news right now? I've like literally not been watching shit because it's – I just – I'm just trying to think what would be amazing for your audience. And I know Housewives is, is a big realm. Yeah, like um, I know a lot about OC obviously because I'm down there. Right. Um, 
I'm kind of making friends with Vicky. Actually, I don't I'm think she still wants to be with Bro- what's his name Brooks. No, so I ta- I had lunch- I had a meeting with her the other day. I don't know if this is off record or what, but I guess not. She won't care. Um, but Brooks and her are completely done. Really? Because I feel like she really loved him and that she yeah, had he, to let him go. I mean, he's a horrible person. He used her. He's a horrible human being. Yeah, but she she paid for that to, to fill that void. You know what I mean? Like she literally paid and believed everything he said and she didn't care. No. And she, even though she knew mentally. She knew, like, but she didn't want to admit it to herself because she was so in love. Yes. And she didn't want to be alone. Another that thing that's too, you know what I mean? So I think he was just like the house pet right. project, you know, that just blew up in her face. And now she's in a position where there's lawsuits, there's this. It's like, why did I do this? Right. But you don't, you don't, when you're in love right away and you you're think blind, like, you're, you don't think about five years, 10 years down the road. No. Is this a huge mistake? I mean, you know what I mean? Well, I think that she obviously knows now, but even in the middle of it, I just want to shake her and be like, you know, you know, it's real. This is really not happening. Yeah. But I I felt sorry for her having to take so much shit from everyone else because it's like, let her just be in love. If he's faking it, that's horrible. But like, just leave her alone. Yeah. But he wanted to be famous. Of course. A lot of people do. And that's the other thing. He like, used her. He used her, and she knows. A lot of a lot of these guys, I call them housewives whores. They want to be with this person because they're on TV, and those are the people that are like. I always wonder when when certain people start dating, like a housewife or something. Like, hmm, is it that he really likes her? Because this shows a lot, and it's drama, and it's conflict television. It's not going to be a a fun thing to be going through or you just want to be on TV or do you really like her? Yeah. I don't even, I'm not really too familiar with like the new cast. I know someone called someone ISIS in the show. Like oh, it, it gets, it gets crazy. <laughs> so that's not good. Yeah. So it, it, this show is this. Now Heather, but Heather's not on it, right? No, Heather's not on it, which wow. I liked Heather. I, I did too. I, I was shocked that she stopped doing it's it. It's gotta be a money thing. Maybe. There or, has to be. You know what, though? She did it for a long time. Terry has a su- su- successful show. That and, probably makes more money. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like filming is easy on that show compared to right? Housewives. There's no drama. And she's got all these kids. So she, maybe she just had her feel. And maybe she her exit was to become an actress and this was her I mean, she was an and, actress prior. And yes. she's, you know, she knows what she's doing. So it's not like she's like going to follow her dream. She's always wanted to be an actress. And I think Terry does well enough for the money. It was just yeah. like... You know, and it was probably causing, as we saw, a rift in their marriage. Yeah, it's hard. It's a, To be in a relationship on reality television and to have it stay good, Real. yeah, it's really difficult. That's why you see so many people getting divorced or, like, anyone that's married, it's so hard on a marriage. So That's I'm, why they have amazing shows like Singly Famous or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Famously, single. Famously Single. It's coming back around, too. It is. It'll be back in July. And that's fun. Callum's on it again. I'm like, how is that possible? <laughs> well, it's Callum. Well, that, I know, but like, how, I mean, how is that? How he got cast again? Yeah, I mean, he's he is he was literally still single and going all around and doing everything he shouldn't do. And so, so they're like, hey, like, we got to get this guy back into therapy. That's amazing. I know. That's crazy. <laughs> he's great television, and I yeah. have heard some things that happened because we're still friends and. I'm like, of course you did that. Of course you tried to run away. Like, <laughs> who was that famous person that that you hooked up with? That I I don't even know what you want to talk about it. Was it Russell Crowe? Was it someone? Oh, Gerard, it was Butler? Gerard. Yeah. And you said it was amazing, didn't yeah. you? 
What? I mean, of course. <laughs> yeah, it was. Wasn't, if it was, if it was amazing, don't you think it would happen more than once? No, because he found out I was on reality television. See what I mean? And he's like, "Why didn't you tell me?" I'm like, "I didn't. I didn't know I had to lead with that." Like, hi, by the way, I'm on a reality television show. You might not want to fuck me. You know, Shane was on The Bachelor, and I had no idea. I watched her. That that was like one of the last seasons I watched. After we got married, and I found out the next morning on the ticker, on the little, on the news ticker, and then people would blow me up. Like, dude, you just married the girl from The Bachelor. I'm like, you were on The Bachelor? It's like, no, I'm not a reality star. She didn't say I wasn't a reality star, but she's like, I'm an actress. I'm in General Hospital. I did this, that, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, great. I'm like... And then I started like doing the math. Right, and, like, people were like, "That's Lorenzo Lamas' daughter." I'm like, Who, "Who's Lorenzo Lamas?" <laughs> so like, it was kind of like we did this backwards thing. Yeah, exactly. You got to know her after you married her. Yeah, because there wouldn't have been a marriage. I think for both of our sides, she didn't know the dirty. Like, right. I, there wouldn't if we would have like kind of did the full uh, right checklist. Like, be like, I don't know, this isn't you know my thing. Yeah, never, yeah that's true. Never would have happened. Never would have had kids. Never. So. For me, at that point, it was more like taking risk and jumping in and gambling and having fun. I was younger. But well, listen, it's a good gamble. It worked. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here today and Always. sharing everything with us. And we will all pray for you. And you don't need to pray for me. Yes, I'm I do. I like to pray. I'm not that guy. Yes, I don't care. I pray, so I will do that. Thank you. You, you can't tell it. me what to do. And um, we'll be looking forward to watching The Dirty be a little more positive, and I'm excited. And I will always talk to you guys, as you know. I'm like, I'm, I'd am i rather just say it and get it away. And, and if you ever, it. if anything goes down that I'm just not privy of, if you just want to text me, I'll put exactly what you you write. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I now have your number, but um, I had one of your writer's numbers. And yeah. Yeah, he's always, he's been great. Let me give him a shout out. Matt Richards is yeah. his name. He's a senior editor. He, you know me, I like guys that have very passionate very chip on their shoulders. No, he, I just, he's one of those guys that I think that just doesn't get the respect he deserves. And you know, his backstory about getting, and we'll talk about it later, but it, like but he that, is the sweetest guy, but that's the backstory that pumps me up because it's like, okay, that's this guy had make, it rough. It, right. It, it and makes now, you a man. And you know but now I mean? he's like, he's, he's just, he's a sweet guy and he wants to do right. He's never done me wrong. And so, I've been scouting a lot of people just in our world, just from the writer perspective and what I think still has that dirty feel, um, but still has, he still has that voice and heart and passion and he's persistent. He is. So, I've had to tell him no, like a few, like I have nothing to say. I have no, like, come on, don't you have, I'm like, I really don't like, I mean, but that's but when that's it wasn't guy, about me. That's the guy that's going to get the story. But, it, but I didn't have, like, if I had something that like, was truthful to say on the situation, had I known something, I probably would have shared with them, but I literally didn't know. So I was like, I don't, I can't make something up. Because it comes back to me, and, and, and I'm we not don't. And tell that's you. the thing. Like I don't. You want don't that. want it, right? Yeah. So I'm like, if I this happens, I will let you know. Yeah. So, but that's that's a good thing about him. He's I was like, all right, I get it. But he did ask like 500 times. Perfect. Good. <laughs> I know, He's doing right? his job. All right. Well, thank you for being here, and we wish you luck. Thank you. In order to feel comfortable that you're getting a fair price for a car, you need pricing context. You need that information that empowers you to feel confident, and that's what you get with True Car. You'll see what other people paid in your local market for the car that you want. From there, you can connect with a local TrueCar certified dealer and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Using TrueCar, you can easily find the car that you want. TrueCar will show you what other people in your area paid for the car that you want, so now you know what a fair price is so you can feel comfortable when shopping. 
once you register, you'll see pricing on actual inventory that is competitive pricing offered to you only by a true car certified dealer for an actual vehicle on their lot. It's pricing you'll see before you go to the dealership so you can feel comfortable when you get there. With true car, you can connect with a local certified dealer of your choosing so that you can enjoy a quick, easy buying experience. True car customers are more likely to enjoy a faster buying process when they connect with our true car certified dealers. True car users save an average of up to $3,000 on RSVP. RSVP. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of it. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, true cars, true car users save an average of over $3,000 off MSRP, not RSVP. Mama took a Xanax. It is what it is. When you're ready to buy, visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. Hi, guys. It's Becca Tobin, Kelsey Knight, and Jack Vanek. And we are the Lady Gang, as in the Lady Gang podcast. And this summer, we have something extra special, not just celebrity interviews, but we are helping you Lady Gang your life slash get your together. What do we have coming up, Kelsey? Hormone expert, nutrition expert, fitness expert, sex expert, dermatologists, people shooting up your faces with syringes telling us what it's all about. It's all the important things you need to Lady Gang your life. Every Tuesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Wow. I did not expect to hear that from Nick. <laughs> I really was like, he, he texted me. He got my number through one of his friends and he texted me. He really wanted to come in here. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? What is going on that he has to say like what there's something i knew there was something last i heard when you did his shows a long time ago he was a little headbutting yeah there was a lot okay he attacked my looks so i attacked him back right and i mean but i but i get like he's there to be entertaining so i didn't hold it against him i really don't I don't put that much energy into people that I don't. You can't. I, I, you can go home listen, and live your life. Yeah. People attack my looks every day, all day, but right. I'm happy with them, so that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm shocked and I feel really bad. And I think he's kind of seen the light and he's going to make he's some changes. Whole, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, not that this is a good thing because I do want him to get better. He has a wife and a family. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, this is putting a more positive cast on what he plans on doing. Right. So that'll be good. And. I um well a lot of people don't like him. I don't care. I mean, we will fight and probably sure. continue to fight in the future, but right. <laughs> I respect his honesty. Yeah. I don't agree with, you know, coming at people for their looks. Mm-hmm. I just don't agree with that, but he's changing that and I think we should all I love that he took the comment section down. Yeah, a lot of a lot of places are doing that. Really? Now. So yeah. I didn't know that. That that would make the internet a much better place. Right. People feel like it's limiting their free freedom of speech, but I don't um, think no, so. No, you have you have private. outlets like Twitter, you have yeah. outlets like Instagram and Facebook. You can still have your voice. Well, they all have terms and conditions that you have to accept when you sign up. Right. And if so they decide like, that they want to delete your comment or block you on Twitter, that's, that's it. them yep. being a- allowed to do that. Ugh. Well, I hope a lot of other sites take after uh, what he's doing and they really do that because it's some it's some angry, delusional people out there that need to not have this outlet. Right. Right. At all. Right. And just they should need put their real name and go and do your Twitter and be normal. Yeah. Delusional fucks. Accept responsibility for your a-hole selves. Yes. Jeez. Like I'm doing. Get out of your mom's basement. Show your right? face. Get a little vitamin D and be an adult. Ugh. Damn it. <laughs> Seriously, people. Well, um, yeah, well, that was cool. I'm glad that uh, he came and talked to us about that. Yeah. And I hope that he fights the fight and he gets better. Me too. All right. So, uh. What else are we going to talk about? Nothing. 
There's, do this we is already the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, don't say it like that. Okay. It's this the is the end. conclusion of this installment of right. Randy Glanville Unfiltered. Right. Tune in next time for more exciting adventures. And for the record, for- <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually think Eddie's gay. It was just a. It was a like a game. Yes. And they had to ask somebody. I'm like, I don't know. Do I give a gay vibe? A little bit. Do I? <laughs> no. Great. Um, I consider myself a kind of androgynous. In you're a, lot a little of ways. bit metro. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that you i mean i don't i don't know what a gay vibe like i don't know i don't i don't think there is such a thing i think we should be like we put too many gender terms on things because we feel like they have to be black and white male or female right it's 2017 right we're living Mm -hmm. in the in-between now we're living the dream in 2017 that's right right. say bye people oh bye people have a good week oh one bad thing i have to tell you unfortunately I am not going to – I have to pull out of the vagina monologues. Oh, no. It's unfortunate. But, you know, I love doing it. It was great. But, this, you know, they knew that I, this other job was, you know, probably going to happen. Right. But they went ahead and said, we'll just have you on here until we find out. And so I, I'm not going to be able to do it now because I'm going to do another show. But, it, you know, it's kind of great because Kenya's there and she was scaring me anyway. Mm-hmm. But I love doing the play. So hopefully have me do it again. It was so awesome. Very powerful. All right. Sorry, guys. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.